This is Eshan Akins, and welcome to Two Guys in a Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. We've been away for a minute. It's been a long, rough year, but we are in our second year of the podcast now, Jason. I just realized it before show, and we talked about it. Uh, two years in the business, in the podcasting world. Man, that's that's amazing. You did, you know, you just told me that like fifteen minutes ago, and it had not crossed my mind that uh, we've been doing this for two years. Uh, loved every minute of it. Very, very much. Um, very thankful to be able to do it. Um, and it's just, uh, you know, we're just hanging in there, having a good time, and hopefully putting out something that people enjoy. Right. You know, and like you mentioned, you know, uh, y'all have had a rough go this year with weather. and uh, Oh, it's been awful. Me starting a new career, which has really been a blessing. But, uh, you know, just uh, being able to do this with a good friend and uh, continue having the success we're having with it. And we are rolling into one of our biggest months that we have found since we've been doing this. October. Uh, Spooktober, man. For some reason, the paranormal stuff has really been a, a home run for us. You know, I think it just speaks to um, something that a lot of people, they, they wonder about, they question, We you know, it, it's something all of us, all of our lives, um, just growing up, you know, we, we, we watch horror movies or, you know, for me, it was The Twilight Zone. Um, the great Rod Serling, and and then you know you, you, it's all this all this different stuff. And you think, well, you know, is that real or what could that be? I mean, you know, is so. It, I I just think that the majority of people have an interest in it. And you know, you and I both when we started this, we said that we wanted this to be something. We, I mean, we're not concerned with celebrities. We're not concerned with with what you know the guy that, that you're reading about in the newspaper. We wanted to reach out. To normal people. To people like me and you. People like me and you, because we felt like they've all got something extraordinary to say. And we have found that over these two years, that average people have some of the craziest stories and experiences. So you start talking paranormal, and man, you got folks' attention. That's right. And we've had some amazing guests over the past two years. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, just your normal everyday person we, we're not we ain't had the celebrities on the show or the any big wigs that you're reading about in the newspaper we got the common everyday man coming on our show yeah that relate to us that relate to what we're talking about yeah yeah and it, it means something to them to be on our show to get their voice heard absolutely because they're not getting heard by anybody else they're not they're not they're not getting heard by anybody else but um you know when you bring that up and it just makes me think of some of the folks we've had on here that no one would know anything about um but have, have done some some pretty incredible things. Absolutely. I mean, you know, we had our, our buddy Trevor Terry on. We had uh, Martha Saloma that was running for the district seat. Uh, yeah, the uh, you got a teacher that's taken on uh, one of the country's biggest uh, poultry producers, Tyson, over, over uh, the quality of water in a river. I mean, you know, we've had um, people come on uh, talking about working on the railroad and playing music our in buddy, front of hundreds of people. Garrett Anderson, Garrett Anderson. Yeah. You know, he works up the hill for me at Honda. He's a service rider at Honda. That is right, yeah, yeah. Uh, I see him every once in a while. I'll be out there uh, getting a car to show a customer, taking mm-hmm. pictures, and he'll be up on the hill, holler down at me. I mean, just, 
That's it, it's, it's pretty cool. That's a good cry from where it used to be hollered at you from. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, I'm going to throw some, some urine on you from the top tier up here. <laughs> yeah, look out. You look better out. not. I'm going to throw this inmate down on top of right. you. <laughs> yeah, man. It's just been a, it's, this year has been a blessing for, for me and my family. And I said a new career and man, the podcast going great. Yeah. Uh, we've really come to our own and with it. I believe so. Have some, uh, truly amazing people that listen to our show that mm-hmm. that you wouldn't realize they listen to your show but like you were saying these friends of yours in Birmingham they're like yeah hey look yeah. We, we listen to the show we love it and they're telling you stuff about the show and that, that means something it really man that just really triggered me and um, in a good way and we're I, I spoke with Whitney Yar- Yarbrough today and I hope she's listening um, and we're gonna I, I just wanted to uh, let her know that we're th- I know she's going through something tough right now and um, we're thinking of her, but uh, in, Absolutely. The, in, in the future when she's able, we are ready to get with her. Um, we're excited about some of the um, Birmingham uh, paranormal experiences and haunts, mm-hmm. and that's something big for the future that we're looking forward to. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, we talked about my career, uh, and I've talked about it a little bit over time. I made master sales last month. Yeah, which means in I, one year. We, in one year. Right, right, absolutely. Uh, I've done some pretty amazing things being my first year in the car business, I guess, uh, talking to some other people that have been in the business for 30 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, you know, what I've already made as far as the income, I'm not going to discuss that on air, but uh, truly exceeded expectations for not just myself, but I guess for anybody first year in the business being really green behind the ears. Well, let me ask you, you got me wondering about something. Last January, we did an episode on New Year's resolutions mm-hmm. and goals. I had some goals, you had some goals, and I remember one of your goals, and you just, and and like you said, we're not going to talk about numbers here, folks, but one of those goals as far as um, professional wages, I believe, was the term you used. How close are you to hitting your goal? (laughs) Well, it's funny you ask that. I've already exceeded professional there you go. Professional goals. Okay, good. I've exceeded good. it, and I also I've I probably exceeded it by about five thousand dollars right now. Excellent. As far as gross income. Okay. Good. Uh, and I'll you know I'll finish the year out pretty strong. I'll be well above where I wanted to be at. Okay. Okay. And it's a it's kind of a, it's kind of emotional. You look back at that. And I hadn't even thought about that anymore so, yeah. until you just brought it up. But yeah, I've exceeded it already. Good job. Good job. I bought a. Uh, I bought three cars this year. Uh-huh. Uh, traded one in on a new pickup truck last but, week. You know that might not seem like a big deal to folks out there, but uh, just a year ago, this guy was. I mean, literally, uh, patching up a truck that he had had since we had worked together years before. That um, as soon as one part, a new part got put on, another part went out. I mean, it's just your classic tale of a. Uh, a dad with a bunch of kids trying to hold something together just to drive to work and, and now you've bought three different vehicles since then that's right it's nice it feels good good deal feels good, good. Deal. yeah i got me a 2021 ford ranger xlt it's a mm-hmm. it's nice but still in my mind as far as you know you're talking about goals that's a, just a stepping stone vehicle for me because my goal is to get into a nice f-150 that's right so maybe you know this time next year i'll be in a good position to uh Put a nice hunk of money down and uh, get that F-150 I'm looking for. Good deal. You know, with all the bells and whistles, the moonroof and the heated, cooled seats. And all, all Don't the, get me wrong, guys. This, this Ford Ranger is absolutely all, amazing. All the Knight Rider stuff. That's it. All that special <laughs> blinking lights and yeah. 
you know, the don't touch me buttons. Right, right. Good deal, good deal. Uh, so, you know, little Marvel news I guess we have. Uh, I've not seen Shang-Chi yet, Jason. I've not, I didn't get a chance to go see it opening weekend, just, you know, busy time. And I, I don't want to set the bar too high, but I will say this for Shang-Chi. I'm not going to say anything about the film until you get to see it. But it's in my top five. I've been actively avoiding reading about it. It's, you know, now if you're looking for something that's going to connect to the greater Marvel Universe, you're going to get a little bit of that in some really just cool ways. Mm -hmm. Little small niblets. Little small niblets. But to actually see uh, the, uh, the the way that the, that the Mandarin is played, and he that, that's only mentioned one time, that word's only mentioned one time in the whole film, um, he is fantastic. Awesome. I cannot remember his name right now, but actually he is in China. He's one of those respected actors they have. Wow, um, wonderful job! Um, of course, uh, Chang, Shang, Shang, I think it's actually pronounced pronounced Sheng Chi. I believe that's how it's supposed to be pronounced. I, I may be wrong about that, but um, everyone in that film is excellent. Um, and I'm not if I, anything I say is going to give things away. I mean, there was there were a few times I thought this is going a little long. This right. is getting kind of tedious. But to really introduce a new character that most people didn't know, kind of like they did with Guardians of the Galaxy, um, I thought, man, this is fantastic, and I cannot wait to see him in more films. Mm -hmm. His sister, I cannot wait to see her. I I can't say anymore. Can't say anymore. Can't and like I said, I've been actively avoiding seeing mm -hmm. spoilers now. On the other hand, we have had another Marvel movie coming out from the Sony branch. Yes. Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. Yes. I did get to see that. Went and saw it uh, Friday night. Give me your impression. We uh, we took the kids to the drive-in. I had a, had the day off work, so we okay. decided we are going to load up, go to the drive-in. and uh, So the situation was when we got there, we realized that we had to take the van, obviously, because we had eight people. <laughs> uh, In case you don't know, Mr. Esch has a lot of kids. Six. I have six kids. But uh, we get there, and the radio in the van does not pick up FM stations. Oh, Luckily, no. oh, since the last time we've been to the drive-in, they have put speakers on the building aiming toward the... So you could hear it. Okay. okay. Which was nice. I was like, man, I'll have to sit through this whole movie and not hear a thing going on. But it, it was it played itself out. I love the movie. Okay. It, it far exceeded the first one, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. uh, I love Tom Hardy. I think he's an excellent actor. I loved, uh, I, well put together. You know, I couldn't say it any better. I, to the the first thing I thought at, after we saw the end credit scene was I thought this is infinitely better, and I keep using that term, but it is infinitely better than the first. I did see a spoiler on that movie before I went. I did see the end credit scene. I did too. With him, with him licking the TV screen of <laughs> yeah, Tom Holland. I did, I did see that. I did too. I couldn't help so it. So I kind of, I, I knew that was coming and I made everybody wait until I saw that on the big screen before we could leave the theater. Yeah. I, we, I had to. We absolutely did, man. Which we're kind of trained now on Marvel films or DC. We do not leave until it's done. It's until the screen's black and the lights are coming on and all that good stuff. Exactly. Because you know something's coming. You know something's coming. You know, I, Woody Harrelson, mm. fantastic, absolutely amazing, absolutely amazing. And I did, I did some some deeper research on Carnage and all that. Carnage mm. is actually Venom's offspring, his his, yes. like his son. That's why it, it, in the which I knew, uh, I knew in the that final about, battle scene, he was calling him father. I do, I knew that about Carnage from the comic books. Yes, 
did you know Carnage has a son in the comic books? That he has an offspring. Now, is that um, Toxin? Yes. And okay. And in the comics, Venom was going to take Toxin to raise as his own and kill Carnage. Okay, okay. Yeah, I've done a little research on that, which is pretty cool. You Some know. symbiote information mm-hmm. there. Well, if I'm not mistaken, there's one scene in Venom 2. What was Mulligan, the cop? Mm-hmm. Patrick Mulligan, where he's, I thought he was dead, but he's laid on his back and his eyes turn this funny color and he says, Monsters. In the comics, Patrick Mulligan is Toxin. Yep. So something's happened there. There you go. There you go. So that may be Venom 3. Venom 3. And, it, and it obviously, just, it's going to cross over into uh, Spider-Man. Absolutely, and I and, and I read some things from the directors, and even confirmed through Disney that they've got other things coming down the pipeline where they're going to be working together mm-hmm. on different projects. It looks like uh, Sony and uh, Marvel did slash Disney uh, are really on the same page now. They are. And I think all the projects are going to be kind of crossover projects, I yeah. feel like. I agree. I agree. They'll, you'll see the occasional to introduce a new character. Like Morbius, I believe. Morbius. Be a, you know, that's going to be just the Sony branch, yeah. kind of like Venom 1 was. Right. And you'll, you'll get niblets of crossover. Right. But mainly Sony. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, that, uh, I'm excited about that one. But yeah, it was great. And I mean, I just how they handled a lot of the things in the movie, like at the end, him eating Carnage. You know, Eating the symbiote. dude, that line, and I'm not going to say it on the air, but that line where, um, you know, you had this moment between uh, two of the great actors of our time, Tom Hardy and Woody Harrelson, and you're almost like, oh, man, that's that's nice. And then, you know, boom, bites his head off. I yeah. mean, that that's, you know. Beautiful. F this guy. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty solid. <laughs> it's one of them that I would love to, I, wanna, I can't wait to watch again at home. I agree. I, I'm looking forward to watching. You know, and I probably won't get to see Shane Chi Jason until it comes to Disney Plus. Well, actually, it should be any I can within a week or so. First of November, they said. I believe. First of November, but you know, I'm you know, still got time. There's other movies coming mm-hmm. out, so I mean, mm-hmm. it's well, Eternals comes out in November, right? And then we have Spider Man in December. Wow, wow, man! And we got the Hawkeye series about to hit. I mean, uh, I'm excited we've about had, that. Uh, we've had Disney's What uh, Marvel's What If. But what did you think about What If? Man, I liked it. Uh, did you? It was kind of hard for me to follow to start with because it was animated. Right, right. right. But once you sat down and you kind of start seeing that the stories you're going to tie together, Mm -hmm. the different spots in the multiverse, and when you get to the final two episodes where Ultron is like the bad guy they're fighting. Right. And uh, the different multiverses come together in the last episode to to beat Ultron, you know, pretty, pretty sweet deal. I thought it was pretty cool. Have uh, you seen the last one yet? Yes, I have. I have. You know, Ultron's got the Infinity Stones, and they're they're fighting him, and yeah. the Watcher gets involved, and yeah, yeah. Just, it was well put together. Uh, uh, the last episode, uh, King T'Challa, Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman actually voiced himself. He recorded this before his death. That would have probably been his final work, don't it, you think? It was. I mean, and- uh, it pretty pretty amazing. It was it was. Man. Uh, a shout out to him. Shout out. I mean, what a what a what a guy, man. I mean, what a gift. And you know, they're still you know putting uh, Black Panther two together. Yes, we've heard tidbits about that. Yes. So I mean, it's it's a lot coming down the pipe. There is. I'm excited to see Namor. Namor, yeah, see absolutely. How plays in. Um, and who's going to be the next Black Panther? We don't know yet. We don't know yet. Uh, Just rumors at this point. Yeah. You know the the I guess as far as the different what if episodes, my favorite was the one with Killmonger. Yes, man. I'm going to tell you that was well played. Mm-hmm. It was heavy. It was well played. Um, you know, but of course, like you said, the last episode. 
I think one thing they've been able to do with this, because you're going to have some people that loved it and some people that just don't get into animation, but in a way it kind of brings forth the idea of the multiverse a little bit better. It does. And it, it was very well well played as how they used the multiverse. And the animated series sets were really starting to get into the multiverse mm -hmm. in the in the big screen pictures and in the, the TV series with like Loki and right, right. stuff like that. So, I mean, it kind of played well together. Right. Now, with the Hawkeye series coming out, I've heard some good, very interesting things about that. Of course, you know, everybody wants to see Charlie Cox come back as Daredevil. Everybody wants to see Vincent D'Anfranio play Kingpin. Right. The rumors out there right now that I've heard, and I believe them, you know, which I've been wrong before. We've both been wrong before. Yeah. But um, is that there will be a cameo toward the end of the Hawkeye series of Vincent D'Anfranio. Uh, there's a character that's going to be in that show called Echo. She's an assassin. Mm -hmm. She's a deaf assassin. In the comics, uh, the Kingpin actually kills her father and takes her kind of Thanos Gamora style to raise. And she doesn't know it till later in her life that he actually killed her real father. Mm -hmm. So she's getting her own. Disney's already said she's getting her own show. And what I'm hearing right now is there's going to be a lot of Daredevil in that show. Good. Yeah. You know, they're going to bring uh, Barenthal in for Punisher. I believe that's been confirmed as well. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. But they're going to yes. kind of reboot yes. the story. That's what I heard. They're going to reboot the story, which is, that's kind of interesting. I'd like to see how they do that. Yeah. You know. But it'll be, it'll be a nice play. Then you've got, you've got Blade. Uh, I mean, you've got so much working with Marvel. Well, Agatha Harkness. From the WandaVision, uh -huh. it has been confirmed she's getting her own Disney series. As a matter, as a matter of fact, I saw that today. I read it this yeah. morning. And, you know, I, at first I was like, I don't know, man. They're taking a big risk with that. But then I thought, you know, wait a second. There are so many stories to tell in Marvel. That's the best way they could do it. Man, they could be telling stories from Marvel for another 50 to 60 years. Mm -hmm. And then but, you've got new stuff that's being developed. So, yeah. I mean, you could essentially be telling stories from Marvel well past our our expiration date. Exactly, and you know, and it just gets just gives you something to look forward to. That's it. Um, let's see. Uh, now, DC Fandom is October sixteenth, mm -hmm. and the word is there will be a trailer for Black Adam, um, a teaser for the Flash film, and um, gosh, there's another trailer, uh, a new Batman trailer. A new Batman trailer. And that's been pushed off again. That has, yes, that has been pushed off. Um, all, of the, all of the preliminary opinions on it is that this is going to be fabulous. It's going to be great. Um, which I, you got, you got Andy Serkis directing it. And you've got him actually starring in the film as Alfred. Robert Pattinson, who's going to play, you know, kind of a different almost a millennial generation brooding type Batman. Mm -hmm. and um, But it just looks like it's going to be... Whereas the Batman series with Christian Bale was more realistic than what we were used to, this will be even more as far right. as... And like, it's supposed to be based on like year one that he's Batman. Yes, know? yes, yes. When before the, any of the villains are really... The villains. They're all coming into their own. Right. It's all kind of the beginnings. So, you know, that, um, and I think they're going to take their time with it and tell some stories. It'll be nice to see it from a different aspect. Obviously, we saw that with the Christian Bell Batman. Mm -hmm. We saw kind of like the beginning and how he, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. more more reality with that, that, that movie franchise. More than what we were used to. Yeah. 
And, and I think they're going to take this and say, okay, we gave you some reality with Christian Bale. Now we're going to look at it from the standpoint of this guy is even more, what would a regular person, how would they be Batman? Right. You know, and what if you had um, Oswald Cobblepot, the penguin, if he was just really a thug, a gangster, and that's where he began. Yeah. And, um, you know, the Riddler was kind of a, a, a mad bomber or serial killer, what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it, it, I think it's going to bring it even more into the real world, right. which is really, I, I always enjoy those. Like, oh, absolutely. Yeah, like Joker. I mean, how many of us haven't met uh, uh, somebody similar to Joaquin Phoenix's portrayal who well, buddy, had I mean, serious mental problems? Where we worked at, we saw people that could have been they could have Joker played, all day long. All day long. And I'm not going to say names, but we're thinking of the same people. We are, absolutely. They could have been supervillains. Given the, if they had the resources, they could have been supervillains. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Um, yeah, I'm, you know, with this year coming to a close, you know, it's, it's hard to believe it's October already. I know, man. It's, and it's, it, I love it. I love every day of it. And uh, obviously this is a, this is a big season for us in the show. We do a lot of, uh, Halloween and paranormal stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. We've done several uh, investigations. We've done several investigations and stories, and uh, we've got some more stuff planned, guys. Yeah, we do. Um, we won't go into great detail, but this month uh, is going to be our biggest month probably this year so far. Um, we've got some some interesting stuff to get the listeners involved and to get the general public involved. We want to open this thing up and, and, and get, let people tell their stories. Um, you know, we, we want to talk about some, some lore and history. We want to talk about opinions on Halloween films. Uh, we're going to do some great investigations to some legitimately haunted places. And, uh, you know, we're just going to put it out there and 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 hope everybody likes right. it. Our goal is for the next three weekends, we're hopefully going to record a show every Sunday the rest of the month. Yes. Uh, we are going to try to do an investigation every weekend this month mm-hmm. to finish the month out. We've already got one location picked out that we are going to hit. Uh, uh, I'm not sure which weekend we're going to hit it. I'm thinking right. Halloween night. I think that would be a great way to, to cap it off. Absolutely. So... Uh, this week, guys, we're going to be posting on our Facebook page a lot and also sharing it with our personal pages. Uh, we want to know, uh, do you know a haunted location in Walker County that uh, we could do an investigation on uh, this coming Sunday? Yeah, we're looking for a place this next weekend, and, uh, and we're going to also uh, you know, hopefully get some feedback on social media, uh, some places. And, and what we would like to do is, if, if you suggest it, would you be willing to host us? Would you be willing to be our guide? Right, into absolutely. This? And we, we're going to, of course, absolutely, we cannot leave this out, that we will have the man. Oh, yeah. The paranormal Billy White. The paranormal. Not just any paranormal Billy. The paranormal Our Billy. guy, our, uh, our holy coverage for these ventures. Yes. Our man of God that will be venturing with us. To protect us from any potential evil spirits. Have you ever seen the film The Exorcist? Yes. You know you have the you have the guy, the young priest, the dark haired guy, and he's like, "What do I do with this?" And all of a sudden, The Exorcist shows up in that great opening scene with a light shining down, mm-hmm. and he comes in, and he's like, "Get behind me! I got this." That's Billy White for us. That's it. I mean, he is our protector on these missions. He is our uh, expert. Um, 
God, just, a, just our altogether expert in this field. He's our guru. He, he is, is our guru. I mean, he makes a lot of biblical references when it comes to this stuff. So for those non-believers of these evil spirits, Billy can show you and back it up in the Bible. He can show you and back it up. And he's also willing to look at it and, and because we've had done shows on this and the concept of um, multidimensional or trans-dimensional beings, um, manifestation of spirits, um, or, you know, all kinds of different things, um, positive and negative energies. Um, you know, really, he's, he's the guy, he, 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 he leads the prayer. And um, we, you know, we we just we just follow in his footsteps. He slays the evil spirits and leads the prayer when he's done. That's right. So we have investigated some other places in Warren County. We investigated mm-hmm. uh, Bloom and Grove Cemetery. We did. That yep. was our first Halloween episode. Yeah, you know, we got some pretty good hits on that. Absolutely, that was one of our biggest episodes we've done. Uh, the second Halloween episode we did, we went to Easley Cemetery. A known location. One of the more haunted locations in the state of Alabama. Yes, sir. It's yes, a, sir. it's known about amongst mm-hmm. the uh, the paranormal circles. Yeah. They were the, the the spirits were quiet that night. We really didn't get a whole lot, but we had a good time and came back and had a we had a fi- campfire. Campfire recorded the show mm-hmm. under the campfire. We sure did. And that was, you know that's that man that was a great time. Absolutely a lot of fun and uh, like I said we're going to try to cram three episodes more into this yeah. month. Yeah. And uh, three investigations. Three investigations. Three in- wow. Wow. Three investigations. And we do we want your input. We want listener input. If you know we have a scary story uh Get with me or Jason. Let us record you telling your story because we want to play it on an episode. We do. We want you to tell your stories. We, you know, we've got stories of our own, and we've told a bunch of them. But man, there is a limitless supply out there, and it, it's time for you to step forward. That's right. Um, also, uh, we've done this before. I believe we did it with our first episode. We talked to our listeners about their favorite Halloween movie. Yeah, and I think we need to open that up. For opinions and for debates, um, you know, because I, you know, and you and I were talking. I'm one of those weird guys, and this is this is something that I, I bring up a lot when it, this time of the year. My favorite Halloween film, Halloween Three: The Season of the Witch, the most unpopular, the most derided, but to me, it's the best. Now, for me, Jason, it's hard to pin down one because we're both movie buffs. I mean, we we're not just Marvel movie nerds. We're just movie buffs in general. Yes, yes. Uh, because I guess it takes us outside of our normal life, and we can kind of watch a movie and escape our own lives and see this fantasy world that's going on yeah. on, on the big screen. We get, sometimes we got to get out of, our own, out of our own heads, man. Absolutely. Do yeah. you ever just sit and you watch a movie, you know, if I was in that position? Oh, dude, yeah. If this you. main character was yeah. me. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, man, I, I, I do. And I think that comes from growing up reading comic books, you know, you're either the hero or the villain in, in the story. You're okay. What would I do? You know, how, what, and just, um, that to me, that's the inspiration of great stories. Mm-hmm. It can inspire you to be better, to do better. Absolutely. Yeah. I think your wife just came and switched vehicles. Either that or someone stole your truck. I, I hope nobody stole the truck. But yeah. <laughs> the, the wife just switched vehicles. Uh, the youngest has a little sore throat, and uh, she's gonna take her on to the doctor. And the oldest one's sitting in the car with the with the younger one, okay. probably killing each other. It's okay. That's just how it is. You know, when you have that many kids, it's if you lose one, you know, you got backup. That's a joke, guys. You got backups. Uh, yeah, that's a joke. <laughs> uh, 
I do want to touch on one other thing, you know, and obviously I'm going to speak a little more on the Halloween. Uh, we talked about a mutual friend a bit before the show that uh, purchased a car from me, uh-huh. and she had some run around with the insurance company. Man, these insurance companies, come on. Man, I don't want to mention her name, obviously, but yeah. if she's listening, she knows that, you know, we're here to look, we're here to look out for her. You know, insurance companies are a scam, Jason. Man, I'm going to tell you, I, I, all my life, and, and, and I hate to not trying to diss any any of the folks out there that are in the insurance business, but I'm going to tell you, when you got people who work hard and save their money and try to do right, um, you know, it, it behooves you, if that's the business you're in and they've been paying their bills and they've never missed a payment, go out of your way. Help those people. Right. I mean, you know, I, 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 I follow up with my customers on their cars and, you know, said, I've, I've known, we, we know this, this lady that bought this car. And I follow up with her, and uh, she tells me she has a wreck, and the insurance company's giving her a hard time, and I'm like, how can I help? Yeah. Uh, and I've, I've talked with my management to see what we could do, and with it, when it comes to an insurance company, there's not a whole lot we can do as a dealership. Man, there's not a whole lot anybody can do with an insurance company. It's like they operate with their own rules, and they don't care what anybody thinks, cause they, because basically they're like, listen, we can do what we want to do, you can't, oh, oh, take, okay, take us to court, sue us, have fun with that. Right. Their job is to de- devalue the investment that you've got insured. Exactly. So they don't have to pay you out any money. Exactly. And it doesn't matter if you've got your home insured there, if you've got all kinds of vehicles insured, those, that may not make a difference. I've had people tell me that, let's say, during a tornado, their house gets destroyed, they had homeowner's insurance, and the insurance company's like, no, no, we're not paying out on this. Oh, my God. And they've had to battle the insurance company through legal means. While being homeless. While basically having a big hole in the roof or having the roof yeah. tore off their house. It's, 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 it's ridiculous. Well, and I'm going to tell you, fortunately, our, my family, our business, we have a great, and I don't mind saying their name, Lacey Grass Insurance. It's a small hometown mom-and-pop operation. But they have gone above and beyond being, they have been wonderful. Mm-hmm. But now... Some of the experiences I've had with the large multi, you know, I'm going to call them multinational, but national corporations um, have been a nightmare. And they are a nightmare. They are for everybody. They are for everybody. And they just, you, you literally are just a number. It doesn't matter. That's it. And that just, that, that kind of touched my heart because, you know, that's a rough situation. You work hard and you buy this, this vehicle or this house or whatever have you. And Finally something nice. Something nice that you've worked hard and you mm-hmm. deserve to have. And the insurance company said, no, nah, yeah. we're, we're not giving you that money for that. You owe us more money. You owe us more money. And that's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear you say that. And I have no doubt, um, you know, like you said, it's a mutual friend. And when she told me what she was going through, I, that was my first thought was the best help you're going to get is going to come from Ish and his right. guys. And I'm doing, I'm doing everything I can, and I think we're going to be able to help her out and get her into another vehicle Good. and help Good. that situation with the insurance company a little bit, hopefully. Uh, but I just wanted to bring that up because that kind of, it's been pulling at my heart for several weeks. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I keep in touch with my customers. I talk to them, check on them how their car's doing. Right. Especially right. ones that I know. I mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, because it's not like we live in New York City here. Right. You're well, going to see them again at Walmart. Absolutely. It's a close-knit, <laughs> close-knit community. You see yeah. them pretty regular. I mean, oh, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. It's a, it's a tough situation. I just wanted to bring it up. And you kind of was a little disgusted about the whole situation as well as she is. Yeah. As well as she is. And, and you know, I, what I what I like to see is when, when somebody steps up and says, you know what? 
I'm going to do what I can to help you. That's you right. Know? And I've always, I always believe that if we we'll all kind of take the opinion, take the stance of do what we can to look out for each other, to help each other, it makes life a whole lot easier. Mm-hmm. And I got a question for you on another subject. Sure. Cause some, and this is something we don't talk about a whole heck of a lot, but um, it's something, it was one of my, you know, I had set five goals for myself for this year. Right. And one of them had to do with my physical fitness. Mm-hmm. And so I've been pretty steady since about last November, um, staying committed. Uh, my diet has improved over over the year, um, and I've been steady a minimum of three days a week working out, exercising. Uh, and we go to the same gym now, Planet Fitness. We never see each other, though. We never see. You go. Well, you go. Well, I say that. Now, I have gone early in the morning, like at 4.30 and 5. Right. And you usually come in at 6, right? I'm usually I'm usually out of bed by 6. I'm at the gym by no later than 6.30, and I get a good solid hour workout. Well, see. I, are you, how, how's that going for you, you working out? It's going pretty well. Uh, you look like I'm, you've lost a little weight. I've lost a little bit. I'm about 290 now. Okay. Uh, I'm getting more solid. I'm not flabby anymore. My arms are starting to put size back on, starting okay. to get a little little shape to it but uh you know i'm not beating myself up if i have to miss a day because I, I used to obsess over it uh, yeah but i'm in there a solid probably four five days a week sometimes i'll do six good deal i'm trying to gonna try to change my workout a little this week mm-hmm. uh i'm gonna try to cut cardio out which what, i know is what kind of workout are you doing uh i do uh i guess you'd call it a split routine i do okay. say arms on monday okay and that's nothing but arms i do biceps triceps forearms okay and then generally the next day I would do a cardio day. Okay. But I'm going to start doing all weightlifting because weightlifting, you actually lose more weight than cardio. And explain that to people. A lot of people don't know that. Right. But Cardio is good for like, you know, your longevity. Like if you're a runner or a fighter or something like that. Right. But I'm not a runner. I'm not a fighter. I just want to be in great shape mm-hmm. and look good. Right, right. Uh, so I'm going to do like, I do arms and then I'm going to do uh, like chest and back t- together on a day, like a push and pull movement. Push and pull, yeah. Yeah. And then I do legs and shoulders. Okay. Okay. And then I throw like, to, in my opinion, you can't overwork your forearms because you use your hands all the time and your forearms are always, so I always try to do them about three days a week. Yeah. I, I agree. The forearms and calves, you can work them a good three days a week. And I do, say. and that's what I was getting at. I do yeah. calves the same way. Yeah. Like with forearms, I'll do 300 reps. Three times a week. Wow. And I do fast reps. I don't break. I like right. top, 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 top. That keeps the heart rate up, too. It does. Which and is another... Actually, you're getting some cardio yes. just from the working out. And, like, I don't take big breaks in between sets. Like, my breaks are 30 seconds to a minute, depending on what I'm doing if I'm switching to something else. Right, right. So, 30 seconds to a minute uh, is what I shoot for as far as just my rest period. Okay. But I'm going to try to do each body group twice a week instead of just once a week. Really push it because I'm getting to the point where I'm working out and I'm not getting sore anymore. So I know it's yeah. time to step it up a little bit, start tearing the muscle fibers down some more. So Your body's adapting. Right. Well, let me ask you this because um, this is something that's been on my mind a lot here lately. Um, I've been doing kind of a split too. Um, for me, uh, my, my weightlifting generally, I have a routine three days a week. It's a split, upper and lower. It's a combination like uh, day one uh, may do. Um, some um, kettlebell squats and Romanian deadlifts, stiff leg, stiff leg deadlifts for those who know what a Romanian deadlift is, in combination with you know flat bench, overhead press, and um, gosh, I can't think. Oh, uh, 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 lat pulls. You know, and and each of the three workouts are a mixture of upper and lower, and then 
uh, you generally, a fourth and fifth day, I'll come in there and for me, I just kind of, it's like freestyling. It's fun. I'll get on the, um, the assisted um, chin-up and pull-up machine because uh, that requires just so much strength. It's a challenge to me. Um, and then I'll do, I'll just do some weird stuff. Uh, you know, uh, in the back at the, the, the Planet Fitness we go to, they've got the thing called the fireman hose. Yeah. We pull, I'll do that for about, you know, a minute. I'll work core a little bit, work calves, forearms, like you said. Um, generally biceps and triceps, try to get them twice a week. Um, but to me, to have one to two days where it's just, I'm just doing what I want to do, having fun with it, kind of breaks it up a little. But um, the thing that's been on my mind a lot here lately is I'll, in January, I'll be 47. So I'm noticing that uh, I do a lot of watching on YouTube and, and different things, trying to find, okay, what's the best, you know, what am I getting out? Is this exercise worth it? Do I need to do this? What's the proper form? And I'm finding that as you age a little bit, um, you have to be more aware and and some I've changed up using, whereas uh, some of the stuff that I would normally do free weights, I've switched to machines mm -hmm. to protect the joints and to put more focus on the muscles. Sure. Um, you know, but now you know I'll still do deadlifts and squats and all that because you got to main you got to maintain some of that. But um, I just wondered, um, have you noticed anything as you've gotten older? As far as you're, or are you not, are you not there yet? I've, I have, I've got to that point because I've got some bad joints. I blew my yep. shoulder out several years back, so That's right. I've had to change how I do things. Mm -hmm. uh, one thing I have found that really helps me, uh, you mentioned like bench press or like a barbell bench press. Right. Get away from the barbell. Dumbbell. Yeah, go to dumbbell. Yeah. It yep. gives you more for range of motion. Yes. Uh, and it actually works your muscle harder because you're not kind of stuck in that stationary position on the barbell. Okay. Okay. Uh, I've I've been doing dumbbells for several years now because of the joint issues. It's right. easier on my joints. Okay. Okay. Uh, nothing wrong with machines. Uh, I like the free weights better because you do have more of a range of motion. Yeah. Machines they are a little stiff. Yeah, they are. They are. So yeah, I yeah. stick to I stick to workouts. I do a lot of you know cable cable workouts. I love cables, man. Yeah, I, I do a lot of that. Uh, I've done the I've used the rubber bands. I never thought I would, but I have actually purposely use them and it, it's a little bit different you can get a pump but it's a different kind of pump it's weird it is uh like i said the cables for me i have discovered like with a back workout i used to always go heavy weights with like dumbbell rows and oh, yeah. stuff like that yeah. and i've got away from that and started using basically all cables for my back workout mm -hmm. and i have mm -hmm. seen so much results since i did that for my back my back's broadened. Yep. I'm getting more of a that uh, V taper, that V taper look, yep. and my shoulders are starting to V down. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Mm -hmm. So uh, well, that's you, helped me a lot. The the great the, one of the good things about the cables is that you're getting actually. I'm, I get confused on what they consider concentric and eccentric right. movements, but but when you when you pull it to you. And then you have to go back into a ready position. Mm -hmm. You're actually working harder going back than when you pulled it to you. Absolutely, because you're still having to con control that weight going back. So you're still getting keeping the muscles contracted and working right. them. It's like running uphill backwards. That's it. Yeah. Like I said the cable's been a blessing to me, especially with the shoulder injury and uh, you know different things that you know I used to. I always wanted to be strong, strong, strong. Right. And I'm strong, strong, strong anyway. I don't have to work out. To Naturally be strong. strong. Naturally strong. Yeah. Just blessed with genetics. Right. But I want that that. 
that good body shape look not be flabby and that's what's really helped me man just changing the way i think in the gym now okay and my reps you know to get strong you want to keep your reps between three reps and eight reps a set and yeah that's something people don't think about either because everybody's used to the standard and a lot of us who played sports in high school 10 8 6 4 yeah exactly 6, 4. absolutely yeah but i do you know my rep set i don't have a rep set lower than 12 okay I'll do 12 to 15 generally, and for like calves and forearms, my sets are 25 reps, up to 50 reps. Well, no, I don't I don't go to that degree on calves and forearms. I should. I mean, now that you mentioned, I'm going to try that. But I generally, um, 12 to 15 reps. Um, and sometimes with forearms, I won't even start counting reps until I start feeling a burn in the Okay, muscles. yeah, yeah. Because it's really, at that point, you're breaking down muscle fiber and you're growing at that point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and well, let me ask you this too, because I've heard this term all my life, and just took it for granted. But now I'm really thinking about it. How do you know what's the difference between, as you said, the burn, the burn, and you know you've heard people say, okay, go to failure, or go to you got to break through, you got to get past the you know that point, and then you get into another zone. I, I get to a, you know, what I do is I go to I'm like. Okay, that's I can't do anymore. Failure, like they're talking about in rep set, probably you want to go to failure in every set. And there, there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. Because you're 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 pushing your body to the point where on that set you can't do anymore. Right. And once you take a break, you come back to it. But if you're talking about let's say for your total workout, I keep it. I, I know that when I go in and do biceps, I'm going to do preacher curls. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do freestanding curls, and sometimes mm-hmm. I do supersets. Okay. I'll take a lighter weight and a heavier weight, and I'll just I'll do my 12 reps. I'll put it down, automatically pick up the lower weight, do 12 reps, and I'll take a 30-second rest. And then I'll pick it back up. But I usually stick to like three tops, four different workouts, say preacher curls, barbell curls, or whatever have you, mm-hmm. and I'll stick to that. I'm not going to push it till I can't push my arms anymore because I have the rest of the day that I've got to go through. Well, and you, you know, I've heard the term before, leave something on the floor. In other words... Right. Don't do it to the, I mean, and that may be fun for a couple of weeks, but anybody after a while, you're going to be like, I don't want to go do that today. That's too hard. Right. And, but if you'll leave wanting more, always leave wanting, be like, I could do more. I want to and do I, more. I used to think that way with like leg workouts. I would, I would read these bodybuilder forums and one of my favorites, Animal, that's a supplement company. They yeah, yeah, yeah. post and stuff on their website. Mm-hmm. One of their guys will, would literally squat until he puked until he physically made himself sick wow and i did that for a long time you would physically i'd push oh, my yeah. legs to the point where i would physically be sick when it pushes your heart right pushes that heart and rate. i and i love that push not being able to walk out of the gym but i'm older now yeah. can't do it my knees can't handle it my back can't handle it those kids need you to chase them that's it <laughs> and they're hard to chase yeah yeah but yeah i mean it's just that's it's kind of what i do and i've changed over the years from uh a power lifter standpoint to uh, just to hey I want to keep my my body healthy. So we're we're at a point, ladies and gentlemen, where um, we're we're not looking as much at performance as we are. Are uh, is just we just we you know we we may want a future in, in modeling. Absolutely, yeah, perhaps. Yeah, I mean I'm th- I'm 36, you're 46, so yeah. I mean hey man, there's time. We have time. Yeah, there's there's a market for the older model. I hope there is. <laughs> Maybe we should stick to podcasting. I'm sure we should. I'm, I'm positive we should. Um, well, guys, uh, like we said, uh, this is our paranormal month, and for the next three weekends, you're going to be hearing from us and uh, hearing about our investigations. Uh, get ready, man. I mean, you know, 
You uh, never know. We may have some more guests come along. We may. I mean, we may be surprised at what happens. That's right. Yeah, that's the thing about it. We can't predict what could happen on this on this whole thing. But um, just get ready. It's going to be a fun ride. Uh, you know, we both love this time of the year. We both love this, the spooky season. And, um, yeah, that just happened. Uh, folks, we were just sitting here in the... Um, uh, cabinet drawer just opened up by itself by itself so i mean obviously we're not the only ones who are excited about this that's right it seems like your hate that lives with you is excited about it yeah absolutely you might bring a friend home for him I, I hope not, God, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> well guys we're gonna get ready and sign off uh we'll have a uh, like i said at least three more episodes halloween is gonna be our big paranormal investigation we're going to make a real show of it. We're going to walk through the veil, folks. That's it. We're going to walk through it again for the third year in a row. That's right. Guys, we'll see y'all next time. Uh, we love doing this for y'all. Uh, we hope to be doing this for many, many more years. Adios. Adios.